You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at Bowel Sports, B-A-W-L-S-P-O-R-T-S. That will come up later in the show. You can find (laughs) us on Twitter at Locked On Bulls. You can shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com. And that text and voicemail line is always there for you. Our fellow Bulls fans, 331-979-1369. We're going to be doing nothing but voicemails today. We got a bunch of good ones to get to. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Big Dave, Friday episode, getting everybody ready for the weekend. We're actually mm-hmm. pressing record Thursday night as we have Bucks and Sons underway. Yeah. We'll see who takes this one. God, I hope the Bucks can steal this and make it a 1-1 series. That would be a lot of fun. But you know what, Big Dave? Firstly, how are you? Are you excited for Friday? Uh, we're recording this Thursday night. I'm heading to right. Wrigley tomorrow to, to see you some are. baseball. Just to yeah. you know, change it up a bit from all the basketball yeah. I've been watching. And the, the, the Cubs ended their losing streak. Aren't you happy right. for me? Huzzah, man. I am happy for you. That is a long-ass losing streak. So, yes, <laughs> I'm very Ass being the key word you. there. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm I'm very happy for you. I'm I'm glad that that's over. I don't want to see the Cubs go on an 11 game losing streak. Like that's not fun. So, yeah, I'm glad it's over and you guys got a victory against the Phillies. And yeah, let's get a, get you get yourself another one, you know, because you know my White Sox eight games up in their division, baby. So, you know, we chilling right now. We you know, just chilling. We we're hurt, but we're chilling. Yeah, yeah, you're not hurting as bad as the Cubs are. And you're about to get yeah. Eloy back, right? Hey, 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 there you go. There you oh. go, baby. Things are oh. things are looking up. And speaking of things are looking up, uh, something that we always look forward to here on Locked On Bulls is hearing from you, our fellow fans and listeners in that voicemail inbox. So let's kick things off right here and right now. Leading us off is Kevin in New York. Hey guys, what's going on? Kevin from New York. Uh, Matt, how's it going? And also welcome Big Dave. Very cool, very exciting. Congratulations, and um, looking forward to it. I got two quick ones. One, um, just in regards to the off season, um, if we've learned anything about uh, AK Mark Eversley, it's that they kind of do, they they kind of bring in the unexpected, and the unpredictable. So my hypothetical to you guys, instead of trying to figure out a trade sequence, what would be the most unpredictable thing that you think that they could conjure up? Um, just something that would you'd be like, there's no way that would happen. And let's just let's just throw it out there because who knows? Maybe they will. Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, just in regards to Zach um, potentially, um, you know, getting traded or whatever. Obviously, I love Zach, but do you think that there's any merit to the fact that, like, regarding Dame, that Portland is closer to home for him? I don't know if it really does, but it just kind of crossed my mind that it would he'd be a lot closer to home and 
um, you know, he obviously trains there over the summer. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there again. Congrats, big Dave. And uh, yeah, go Bulls. All right. That is Kevin. Thanks for checking in, Kev. Appreciate the call. So big Dave, interesting to me that his two part question and thought here is what do you think, you know, AK and Eversley might do that would be totally unexpected and unpredictable. And then following up with a thought about worrying about Zach going, wanting to go to Portland because it's closer to his home of outside Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. Because when the first thing I thought of at the first part of Kevin's question was just say to hell with it. You only live once and go get Dame. Right. If Dame is really uh, unhappy and ready to leave Portland and wants a fresh start, go get Dame. Uh, Obviously, it would be tough to make that trade happen with with Dame's contract and the lack of assets that that the Bulls have. You would have to sell Portland on first round picks later down the road as opposed to right now. You'd clearly have to give up some combination of P. Will and Kobe and maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know if, if you want to bring in Dame to pair with Zach, maybe you give them Vooch or maybe they don't want Vooch. So I, I don't know how that goes, but that's, that was my first thought because of all the Dame maybe being done in Portland rumors recently. And so it's funny that he brought up that. And then he said, also, are we worried about Zach wanting to go to Portland? Because that's where I would start with something crazy that Acme could do is if Dame's unhappy, go get Dame. Yeah, man. Like that's the, honestly, I'm I'm love that we share a brain because that was for real my first thought also. Like unpredictable. Nobody's expecting Dame Lillard. Like that's it. You need the point guard. That's your need. Your position of need. He's amazing. He's special. He's incredible. Yes, you go get Damian Lillard. That you put him on your basketball team. Um, and Bulls fans are, oh man, the the worry of Zach leaving has been crazy to me. And and I don't mean that negatively. I mean that like I laugh at it a lot <laughs> because I don't concern myself with, with that and any stretch. Cause I remember when he got signed here, how Bulls fans were going crazy that they didn't want Zach Levine here and he's the worst. And why would they sign a guy with a knee injury? And all he can do is dunk. And there's no, he's never turned into a player like Jimmy Butler. He'll never be that guy. Nah, 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 nah. And now it's like, oh, my God, will he please never leave? You know, it's it's Bulls fans are just not going to be happy. So I kind of just laugh at that. But I'm no and no, to answer your question, no, I'm not worried about Zach being leaving at all. I'm not. It's not my concern. But, yeah, that's what you can do that's unpredictable. And that would just be like, wow, you go get Dame Lillard. The only thing I don't want to do is give up Patrick Williams, but Matthew is correct. <laughs> there is no way you're going to get Dame Lillard without giving up some of your toys and some of your assets. So if you want Dame, yeah, you're going to, you're going to have to do that. Um, I, and I, oh God, I don't want to do that, but it's Damian Lillard. What do you want? Yeah. I, I don't want to do that either. The, uh, the other one that could be, you know, speaking of just wild and unpredictable and it, it kind of goes along the same line of thought of if Dame is really unhappy and ready to leave Portland, the, Big other looming question for this offseason as far as a big-name star and maybe they're not happy where they are is Kawhi Leonard in L.A. Mm. I I don't think that he is so unhappy with the Clippers 0 for 2 with Paul George that Mm -hmm. he's ready to leave because, you know, he wanted to go back closer to San Diego um, and play in L.A. And I like – 
I don't think that Kawhi is going to do something crazy and opt out and leave the Clippers this offseason. I, I don't see that as the, the, the likely outcome. But in a crazy world, mm-hmm. if Kawhi declines that option that he has and says, you know what, I'm just going to test the waters and see what's out there, you go get Kawhi Leonard. Or, you know, do, you know obviously the Bulls would have to make a, a good pitch. Mm-hmm. He clearly had no interest in, in staying in Toronto, and and maybe mm-hmm. Kawhi doesn't want to play in a in a cold climate city. Yeah, that's a problem in and of itself potentially. But mm-hmm. speaking of stars who might be unhappy, if Kawhi turns down that player option, Acme and Eversley need to call his agent that very second. Oh, immediately, and you know they will. That's the one thing I like about them is they waste no time when when. Uh, once in a lifetime and great players become available some way, some shape or form. Cause you saw what they did. They did it with a coach immediately. They were all on the horn. That's it. Um, yeah. If you Kawhi, you know, I'm still mad at him, Matt, for leaving Toronto. Cause the logic, I just will never understand. I understand he wants to go home. I get that part. But for me, you were the king of an entire country and you know, not the king of a city, not the king of a state, not the king of a province, an entire country they tried to give him free food what his entire time he was there they gave him free transportation the entire time he was there and they gave him free room and board the entire time he was there so i i can't understand that like making all that money and not having to pay for the three most vital things any human being needs and and then and and you know they were going to have statues of him ready to go you know, Drake was going to have him on in a video and on a song. Like it was, it was just going to be awesome for Kawhi Leonard and to, to be king. To, and he wouldn't even have to win again, Matt. That's the thing. Like Toronto was happy with the one ring. He wouldn't. He would not have to ever win again and just have that one ring and just be there. And he would be just their Michael Jordan, their legend. And he turned that down to go be a Clipper. And it's hard for me <laughs> to get over that, man. It just really is hard for me to to get over that. Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. But hey, dare to dream. If we could, if we could dream about <laughs> Dame forcing his way out of Portland, we could dream about Kawhi turning down that player option Fair. and taking a pitch from the Bulls' new front office. All right, lots more to get to in our voicemail inbox. We've got Jim in Bolingbrook on deck asking about Ben Simmons and the Bulls point guard situation. First, though, a break to tell y'all that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all of that at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Not only MLB, but NBA, NHL, even UFC, and MMA fights. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. And speaking of games... Maybe it's too late to put money on this game two of the NBA Finals as we're recording right now on Thursday, but you won't list, be listening until Friday morning. How about game three? Put some mm-hmm. money on the Bucks or the Suns and, you know, make watching sports more fun by winning money by gambling because gambling's legal now. <laughs> it's the best. Gambling on sports is legal. It so is. head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on when you make that first deposit. So sign up at Bet Online with an account, put 100 bucks in your account. Bet Online will give you 50 extra dollars to play with. Mm. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Again, that's promo code locked on. All right, Big Dave. 
Up next, we have Jim in Bolingbrook asking about the Bulls point guard carousel and one Ben Simmons. Hey, guys. This is Jim in Bolingbrook. Uh, I just, just a couple things I wanted to throw at you guys. First of all, I wanted to thank Jordy for his time on the podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed the chemistry that you guys had together. Matt and Jordan, obviously. Um, the ultimate even head optimist with fucking Jordan, even though he's more of a, you know, in the middle. And then Matt, you know, I wouldn't say a pessimist, more of a realist, but you got the realist and the idealist. That's good shit. And uh, you picked the perfect person to replace Jordan. Big fucking Dave. My dude. Uh, anyways, I was just curious what, this is kind of like what everybody's thinking about right now for the Bulls offseason. And it's obvious that they need a fucking point guard. But I actually have a two-part question. My first part is, um, obviously, this isn't going to happen. And obviously, it's going to take way too much. And it's way too much of a risk. And I don't know if I'd want to do it anyway. But if you could bring Ben Simmons in and play him at small forward and then play Kobe at point guard, but the actual point guard is Ben Simmons, I wonder what you guys thought of, like, a three-guard lineup like that with Simmons, Levine, and Vucevic, even though I know you'd have to get rid of one of them. I'm just thinking 2K-wise. But then, uh, also, I was just curious, what what would your top five, like, most realistic targets be for the point guard position? And then I'm just curious about that Ben Simmons question. I wonder what would happen if you threw him on the bowl in 2K. It probably wouldn't, like, 39 games. No, not 2K. Anyways, you guys take it easy. All right. All right. Thanks, Jim. A uh, lot to unpack there. First and foremost, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that he caught himself and didn't call me a full-fledged pessimist when it comes to Bulls Nation, but just uh, a realist. That's what I've always claimed to be and strive to be. Not a pessimist. Mm-hmm. I'm a realist. Realistically, there hasn't been a whole lot to be optimistic about with this team in recent years. Um, let, Big Dave, let's start with this. What do you sure. think about his whole, okay, there's a lot of Ben Simmons trade talk. Maybe the Bulls go get Ben Simmons because they need a point guard, but don't actually use him as a point guard all the time. Keep Kobe, start Kobe, keep Zach, start Zach, and play both of them alongside Ben Simmons. What do you think about that? If you have Kobe White, Ben Simmons, and Zach Levine with Vooch, your team is nasty. Like that, that is a real deal team. Ben at the three, like, and and I like how he said Ben at the three, but he's really the point guard, because that's the key point I think uh, of what he said right there. Uh, He's just he can play the three and he can defend it. We know that, but when the ball is being brought up and the plays are being run, he is the one that is handling the ball in that situation. Now we know Kobe is better at shooting, and and again, let me give it to Kobe because Kobe got better. Uh, in that second half of the season, uh, running that point guard position. And Vooch has a lot to do with that. But Kobe kind of slowed down, wasn't making fat, you know, fast, terrible turnovers and things like that, wasn't dribbling it off his foot and, you know, the crazy stuff that was happening to him before. So, you know, kudos to him and kudos to Mo Cheeks because he credits Mo Cheeks a lot uh, with getting him acclimated to that position. But Ben Simmons is better at it. Uh, it's just what it is. He's a, He's a better point guard. So having him run the team, I mean, it's dude, yes. Like I would love that. It would be great. Um I, his shooting is is of course is what the big thing will be about. But as far as being a facilitator and knowing what this team is lacking, is a point guard. So bringing in a six foot eleven dude who can play that position and facilitate, 
and and play defense. I mean, yeah, like you, you'll be a awesome team. And Kobe White, as Matt always says correctly, is a catch and shoot guy. That's what he does, and that's what he does best. And that's not a slight. It's what he does best. He is awesome at catching the ball and and shooting and scoring that way. So I think the Bulls would be nasty if, if they get that uh, Ben Simmons and. However you define nasty, I, I defined it as actually going to the playoffs and us not crying every night. So, <laughs> like, that's that's how I define nasty. But, yeah, I, th- I think it will be awesome. It would be. Um, I, I don't think there is any world in which you get Ben Simmons and get him to play alongside Kobe, Zach, no. and Vooch because no. you're giving up you're giving at up. least one of, if not several of those guys to get Correct. Ben Simmons. Absolutely. Um, I also, I'm just so afraid of the fact that Ben Simmons has the yips, man. I, you know, like we, we're we're hearing all this stuff about how they're going to work with him this offseason to try and make him a more confident shooter and a more willing shooter, and that is certainly a case of where where I'm coming from. I'll believe it when I see it, and until I see it, I don't believe it. So mm-hmm. I am so afraid of Ben Simmons right now, and I don't love the idea of the Bulls getting him. And maybe it's recency bias of watching that god awful game he had to finish the run for the Sixers in the playoffs. But I, ugh, I, I worry so much about Ben Simmons and what it would take to get him. Let's now address the other part uh, of Jim's question, which is, yeah. you know, generally speaking, what's what's your you know your point guard draft board, so to speak, if you're the Bulls front office? He mentioned obviously some of the guys we've talked about: Spencer Dinwiddie, Devontae mm-hmm. Graham. We've talked about them. Mm-hmm. He also threw Rubio in there. I'll just I'll just start with this and toss it to you, Big Dave. Sure. I, there there was a time a few years ago where I thought Rubio would be a good name for the Bulls to explore as mm-hmm. a team that really needed a point guard who is an excellent playmaker. I I think that Rubio is a couple of steps away from his twilight and being pretty much washed in this league. What about you? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he 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 looks like the guy that. Di- Diane Lane was cheating with and unfaithful. Like that's oh. that's what Ricky Rubio <laughs> looks like right now. Like every time I Pretty see sure him, that was him, and he just used a, a suedo yeah. actor name in that <laughs> in that film. Like every time I see him, I'm like, you might want to hide your wives because Ricky Rubio ain't playing around. Yeah, playing no game. Gears okay. about to crush your head with a snow globe. <laughs> crush your skull. <laughs> but he's he's we know what he is. He he knows what he is. Like. If we're bringing him in to bring, be our starting point guard, we got issues, period. Like, we, we got serious problems. He does not solve your problem at starting point guard. Backup, yeah. You know, stuff like that, cool. You know, but starting point guard, you know, aging Ricky Rubio, who who hit his peak, and we know it. He hit his peak, and he's on his way down, and, and you know, the years are just winding down for him, kind of. Yeah, that's why he's back, you know, went back to Minnesota. He was like, you know, hey, it's time to, you know, finish where I started kind of thing. So we know it's about over for, for Ricky, uh, but I'm sure he has a couple more years, serviceable years left, but it shouldn't be as a starting point guard for this team. Um, but the other guards, like you said, Matt, and, and, and uh, like our caller said, like Jim said, which also, by the way, threw me off when I saw Jim and Boylan Brook, cause I heard those two names together and I was ready to pull out <laughs> my flashy thing. I was ready to put my flashy thing out on them, but I realized, you know, just, you know, quick trigger, man. I'll be quick trigger. I'm, I'm scarred. Oh I'm a little scarred. What, what if Jim sold a Chicago condo to move to Bowling Bowling Brook? <laughs> oh my god! Boiling and Bowling Brook. Yeah, man. Oh man, dude. You know, and I got friends out there. I don't think I'd go see them for a while. Right. <laughs> just I get just out on there. the off chance that you run into that dude. Oh, I, uh, good guy. 
Oh man, what a person. All right. Um, but yes, uh, we made we talked about Devontae Graham. We talked about Spencer Dinwiddie. I think both of those guys are realistic. I honestly think Lonzo Ball is realistic. I don't think he's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel him to be a, a realistic guy that we can go get because we tried to get him at the all-star break and it didn't happen. Um, I think they still have a shot to get him. And Lonzo, I think, wants to come here. He's he's made it clear that wherever he goes, he wants to, you know, to be on a team where it's a bigger market, where more eyes will be on him. So he wants to clearly go to either a Chicago or a New York or a place like that where, you know, eyes will be definitely on him. So I think that's a realistic shot. But, yeah, either one of those guards, I'm not – again, I'm not over the moon on it, on either three of them, even though I love Devontae Graham and I think he's uh, awesome. And I love Spencer Dinwiddie. He's good too. But, yeah, I, I'm not over the moon on either one of them. But realistically, they, they have a shot at all three of those, I think. Yeah, I yeah, those are certainly realistic options. Um, as opposed to unrealistic options. Uh, I know that your boy Fred, among others, is like all aboard the Mike Conley train. And it's like, yeah. okay, um, if for whatever reason he doesn't want to just stay with Utah, who were, by the way, a top seed in the Western Conference just this mm-hmm. season, if he were to leave Utah, he's not leaving Utah for a team that looks like a project like the Bulls. I mean, mm. yes, they have two all-stars, and maybe Conley believes that joining Zach and Vooch could make them instant contenders in the East. But you have mm-hmm. to assume that there are more interesting and championship competition-ready suitors that would also be knocking at Mike Conley's door. Yeah. The other name uh, that Bulls fans haven't talked that much about but is just kind of floating out there um, is Goran Dragic. You know, mm. depending on what the Heat want to do, uh, if, if they want to shake things up, uh, there, there is a question on his, uh, you know, his his nineteen point four million option, um, club option, and, and whether the Heat might see that as an expense that they can't afford because they want to beef up the roster in other ways, um, and, and maybe Dragic is looking for a new home this summer, not to necessarily just lazily say, oh, he's a Euro player, and Acme is a you know, or you know, Arturis likes his Euro players, so there, there's, there's a match made there. But just the fact that he's, you know, more of a playmaking guard uh, and, and, and a, a playmaking guard who might fit well next to Zach Levine. So not, not a super exciting option, but I think maybe another one that, you know, on, on the list of realistic, if that's the question. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, uh, you hit all the others. You know, I, I think that there are a limited number of options that they're going to they're going to look at this summer, and it will probably be one of those names. Uh, and, and the hope is that that whoever that ends up being will fit well next to Zach and fit well with Vooch and and turn this team into a playoff team in the East next year. Yes. Oh, sounded great. That was a little optimism on his breath, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Don't be don't be hey. alarmed. <laughs> Not a pessimist, just realist, baby. <laughs> All right. Thanks again to Jim in Bowlingbrook. Not Boylanbrook. Yes. Uh, we've got a couple more voicemails to get to. First, another quick timeout to tell you all that today's episode is also brought to you in part by Built Bar. Limited time flavor available still through the end of this week. It's that grasshopper cookie flavor that is the Built Bar version of the classic thin mint cookie. All of that flavor without all the sugar. The the limited time grasshopper Built Bar has 150 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, but 17 
grams of protein packed wow. into that built bar. You can also try one of their several OG flavors like coconut, <laughs> cherry, barcia, raspberry, salted caramel, strawberry, German chocolate. That's one of my faves. And if you mm. haven't tried all these flavors, you can get a mixed box with two of each bars from BuiltBar.com. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Ooh, I love that dramatic (laughs) echo. (laughs) All right, y'all. Up next, we have David calling from Virginia. He has a very important question that needs to be addressed. Hey, Matt and Dave. Um, This is David calling from Virginia. I just have a quick question um, that hasn't been bugging me, but I've noticed, Matt, um, when referring to Big Dave's other podcast as the Bowel on Bulls, spelled B-A-W-L, and I've also heard Big Dave's uh, referring to his podcast as the Ball on Bulls, spelled B-A-W-L. Uh, when I read that, I look at it as ball, and I notice that Matt phonetically kind of exaggerates or spells it literally or, or pronounces it literally as bowel. Um, I just want to confirm, is it bowel on bulls or ball on bulls? Um, anyway, welcome, Big Dave, and yeah, have a good day, guys. Go Bulls. Bow. David. <laughs> David, thank you for the call. Never has there been a more important question sent in to the Locked on Bulls mailbag inbox. Big Dave, the floor is yours. Well, I mean, I'm going to agree with you, Matt. Uh, You know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? What's the meaning of life? You know, those questions, you know, is where this belongs. Uh, This is an incredible question by an incredible person with an incredible name. So let me tell you, my friend, first of all, thank you for the love. You are correct in everything you're saying. <laughs> Let me start there. It is it is called ball on bulls. Yes, the the regular pronunciation is ball. Like it's just B-A-L-L. It's called B-A-W-L, bow on bulls. That's how we say it. And we say it like that because it is an homage to the great Avery Johnson. That's where I came up with the name of the show. Is because I used to always talk in an Avery Johnson voice to my uh, podcast partner, Chris, a.k.a. C-Dub, and we would always laugh for several hours about it when Avery Johnson is speaking. Like, Jason Kidd, get the bow! Give it to Derrick Rose! Give Derrick Rose the bow! That's how we say it. So when you're saying it, you always have to say it like Avery Johnson is saying it. And Matt always correctly, correctly puts the stank on it like you're supposed to. So he he says it right. So you can say just ball on bulls regularly. That's fine. That's totally fine. But you can also put the funk on it and say, bah! and that's perfect also. So either way you want to say it, and it sounds like you like saying bow because you put that stank on it at the end when you left that, you know, at the end of your message. And I appreciate that. But either way, it's, it's fine. But yes, it's ball on bulls. You know, that's the show. And yeah. Thanks for tuning in and listening, man. And make sure you guys go download that podcast and check that out because Mark Shanowski is on that right now. It's beautiful. Bow! That's how you say it. Hit me again, Ike, and put some stank on it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jordan Pays back. Swoosh! 
and that's the game! Rolling down the river, that's what she did. <laughs> There's no such thing as a weaker sex. Thanks! <laughs> I'm shaking my ass. Do you mind? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, classic. Jim's old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he should have been out of the game wife. years ago, but he can't go home because he hates his wife. <laughs> you know her. She's the one that's plastered at every single meeting. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, uh, should we just should we movie. just turn this into a podcast where we just uh, quote Jim Carrey movies? You were good, kid, real good. But as long as I'm around, you'll always be second best. See? Oh, he just struck a child. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> You're scared of the claw. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you scared of the claw. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, what what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ball, the pronunciation of ball. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So because it is B-A-W-L and because you told me early on in our friendship that that was the that Avery Johnson was the motivation uh and yeah. inspiration for that and the spelling and the pronunciation, I have always thought of it in Avery Johnson's voice, whenever yeah. I see it in writing written out. And that's why I always say bow, because mm-hmm. that's what that's always what I think of. So yes. I, I also like that your answer was basically, hey, whatever floats your boat. You could say ball on bulls if it yeah. makes you happy. Or yeah. if you want to put some stank on it, put some stank on it. Yeah, we with it. Either way it goes, I'm with it. You know, uh, yeah, it feels right either way. Whatever feels right to you, that's how you say it. But what feels right to us and the origins of it and how we say it is you know, wow, you got to put the funk on it. Like, yeah. What may be right for you may not be right for some. There you yeah, go. take the good, take the bad. Mm, there you have. Facts of life. <laughs> All right. Before this gets any more way off the rails, we're going to finish things up with one more voicemail. And this one comes to us from Chris in Phoenix. Take it away, Chris. Hey, Matt. Big Dave, what's going on? Uh, this is Chris calling from Phoenix. Um, Phoenix is going to the finals. Yay. <laughs> no, I, I'm a Bulls fan through and through, man. I I don't really care that much about Phoenix, but it'll be an exciting series, whether it's in Atlanta or the Bucks that go to the finals with them. But what I wanted to know, um, so I know Jordan mentioned on an earlier episode that he would not want to be the GM of the Bulls right now, and I don't blame him for a single second, but – um, I wanted to ask you guys if you could answer this, uh, e- e- you know, each first Matt and then Big Dave. Uh, what would you guys do if you were the, if you were in Mark Eversley and uh, AK's shoes right now? What like is there any moves that you have in mind that could even like marginally improve our chances of getting the, to the playoffs next year? I just want I just want to know what you guys thought about that, and uh, I'll be listening. Go Bulls! Thanks, guys. Uh, all right, Big Dave. Well, what do we think? And uh, thanks, Chris, for the call. We are, and I I agree with what he said as far as something that Jordan mentioned uh, at some point in the not too distant past, which is, you know, as as fans and and people who are kind of you know on the fringe of media, we, you know, we do a daily Bulls podcast. We talk about this team every day. It's it's easy to to cast stones if you're someone who is not holding responsibility. Uh, and I think Bulls fans, by and large, cast a lot of stones towards the oh. end of the previous regime's tenure and mm. were ready to see them go because we were all citing 
questionable decisions they made that did not work out. Yes. It's a lot harder if you're the one making the calls. And I, I've said to Bulls fans plenty of times when they say, well, what would you do? I would say, well, uh, what, what I like to do is just complain when the Bulls aren't doing well uh, <laughs> and, and hope that they do better. I am not a basketball executive. I'm a, I'm a person who talks about basketball. That mm-hmm. is what I do. Uh, so the, the question of what would you do in their shoes is a daunting one, and I never pretend to be better at that than I am because I have zero experience running a basketball operation. 1466, 67, 1469, 1514, 1981, 1986. Please do not do that. Come on, I swear, just hang in there one second. Please, God, give me the answer. That being said, get go get a point guard. Yeah. We've we've talked about the names. Maybe you think Lonzo's the right fit. Maybe you do a sign and trade with Spencer Dinwiddie. Maybe you. Uh, you know, bring in a vet. Maybe you try and trade back into the first round of this upcoming draft because there's a really there's a point guard in there you really like somewhere. Um, I also think you need to address the wing position. Um, yeah, if your your long term plan is to pay, to play a lot of Patrick Williams at the four, um, we we have seen a Bulls team that is devoid of a point guard and reliable wing for the last several years. So we we know who the names are. Go, you know. Just knock out that to-do list. Generally speaking, those are the phone calls I would make to those names, to those organizations. Um, and then, as we also have talked about, if you really want to swing for the fences by trying to bring a third star right now to play with Zach and Vooch and mortgage more of your future assets, then go make those calls as well and figure out what the best path is from there with the reasonable and modest approach and the, hey, let's swing for the fences right now approach. But, you know, yeah. th- that's about as specific as I can get because I am not making calls to executives of other organizations on a daily basis. What what do you think about this question? Well, here's the here's the thing. You should never give car keys to an eight year old. And I am eight <laughs> years old. OK, so you cannot give me this situation right here um, because my first, second, third, fourth and fifth thing that I would be doing is get, trying yeah. to get Damian Lillard. We'll be trying to get Damian Lillard here and not giving up Patrick Williams. That would be the only thing I would be trying to do is trying to figure out what can I give you? How much of it can I give to you without giving up Patrick Williams and just give me Booch, uh, Damian, uh, Zach, and P-Will? What do you want? Because I promise you guys, don't come to me if you're worried about the team's future because I promise you, you won't have one in the draft when I get through with it. If, if I'm trying to get Damian Lillard, they, they're going to be looking like Oklahoma City because I'm giving them all, all of it. And, you know, in our favorite word, cash considerations. The, what do you want is, is what I'm saying. So, and that's what I'm trying to do. I would be trying to get Dane here because I would be all about this short term and trying to get this team uh, a deep playoff run and maybe a look at an Eastern Conference Finals uh, with Dane for at least the next three years. So, that's what my whole thing would be. So don't hand me the keys. Is, is what I'm telling you because your whole structure and your team would be absolutely destroyed when I get through with it. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Yeah, man. Um, well said. Uh, I also would say 
I don't blame you. If if you were given the keys <laughs> as an eight year old, and what you want to do is call up the Blazers every second of every day, yep. inquiring about Dame Lillard, I I don't blame you. So I, I similarly might do that with Kawhi. Um, you know, while while doing my best to avoid tampering, if if it's you know he hasn't opted out of his player option yet or whatever, mm-hmm. I, you know we talked about it on our previous episode. I think Kawhi would be an amazing piece to add with Zach and Vooch. You get mm-hmm. that amazing two-way player. Kawhi can get you a bucket when you need a bucket. He can play lockdown defense. Him and P-Dub playing defense together at the three and the four. Oh, my God. Oh. Plus, you got the scoring punch of Zach. You got the inside threat, the inside-out threat with Vooch. I, I do like the thought of Kawhi to bolsters. He makes me salivate. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the other one that I still have not fully given up on the idea of somebody who could one day wear a Bulls jersey, and I know he's got that super max that he just signed, and I still don't know why he did it. Giannis. Giannis Oh, he said it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. Not going to happen. No, not going to happen. He hey, do it. you want do you want to leave the hellhole that is the state of Wisconsin? <laughs> make a short move down to Chicago, the greatest city in the world, and play for the historic franchise that has six titles, the greatest player ever, with a statue, and uh, make maybe get your own statue next to MJ's by winning several titles with the Chicago Bulls. Ooh. Boom, done. Pitch made. Come down from Milwaukee. Be the king of Chicago, Giannis. Mm, the king of Chicago, yeah. I like the ring to that. That that sounds nice. And pun intended when I said ring. That was step awful. aside. Abe Froman, the new king of Chicago, <laughs> is the Greek freak. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> oh, I love all the movie quotes today. <laughs> this is just the best. This is really the best. It really is. But yeah, man, I I, I feel that bad, and I like the fact that. Um, we're both talking about immediately swinging for the fence and not trying to, you know, play it safe like a smart, you know, regular GM would. I think our our uh, ideas would be accepted by the Brooklyn Nets. I think that's the only team that would allow us to do some of this stuff because that's kind of the things that they do. They always are swinging, you know, for the fence and just playing. They they play for today. They don't worry about the future. They really concern themselves with the year that's coming up. Um, I'm not saying that's the right move or the wrong move, but but that's the move that they take. Um, yeah, Bulls fans would completely hate us. Um, you know they would be going crazy all over talk radio, but we would be giving them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. We would give we would give that to them. You know, we would hand that to them on a platter. And yeah, but it, the results is where. I would be focused because if we do all that and we get Dame or or we get Kawhi or we get Giannis and we win, you know, you can yell all you want because in the end, it's about winning. That's what me and Matt are really trying to say here. (laughs) It's about this winning. We are tired of the losing. We want to win and win now. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. Right.
Um, so, uh, you know, long story short of it, whatever it takes to win. Also, uh, as, as a final thought, you know, uh, Chris asked if we were AK and Eversley, not just Eversley, but also mm-hmm. AK, I believe was thrown in there. Mm-hmm. What would we do? I don't know if he has the power. Obviously he would have to convince Jerry and, and, uh, Uh-oh. son Michael. Oh, but another thing I would do that has nothing to do with the roster. Okay. Is tell John Paxson that I'm sorry. You know, you no longer have a, you no longer have a corner office and a flowery title where you're contributing nothing and getting a paycheck. Oh, Thank you for stepping aside. Appreciate that. Goodbye. Your services are no longer required. Your services will no longer be needed. You're fired. I think if I had a catchphrase, it would be, "You're hired, and you can work here as long as you want." But that's unrealistic, so. You no longer have a key card to the Advocate Center. You no longer have a key card to the United Center. I don't care what you do, and I don't care where you go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Semisonic, thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) Yo, Matt, but here's the question, Matt. Would you let him find out by coming here and then trying to swipe his key card and it doesn't work? Or or will you tell him to his face? Like, how, how would you... Let him know that he won't be in here anymore. Big Dave, who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) I I may let him know officially after the fact of him trying his key card and it not being functional with a press release. Issued from the Chicago Bulls letterhead saying that John Paxson is no longer associated with the ball club. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Like, yeah. Matt, you you would be Vince McMahon. I would just I would let I'm gonna let you watch some Vince McMahon clips of him firing people and let you know that's that's who you are when you want to fire John Paxson. That's exactly who you are. I promise you, that's who you are, though. You're Vince McMahon when he's firing people for real. Because it's strong hey, and it's hard. Ah, God, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that <laughs> so much. Gee. Hey, hey, remember, remember, uh, you know, back in 93, the last time the Suns were in the finals and John hit that shot? Yeah, what a great shot. I don't care. Be gone. We've we've given you enough money, and now you're getting you're still cashing paychecks and doing nothing. Why are you here? Why are you still here? Go away. Please go away. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Oh man! Oh man! Find you somebody to look at you as much as Matt looks at Paxson with the rage of a thousand fires. <laughs> I mean, we we got rid of Gar, thank God. But I, yes. just, I it 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 bugs me that Pax is still lingering around. Like, why? It, are you saying like it's like that itch you can't reach? Like, because he has no yeah. say so you know, or anything within you know the organization. You know, yeah. let you know what what to go get dinner and things like that. But, but, he's, but you just he's, don't want him there. He's still here. He's still <laughs> here. He's not, man. Don't even don't even worry about him. He doesn't exist. I promise you, he doesn't exist. Just not around. And, you know, like it, it doesn't worry me on the daily, hourly basis. It just for the enjoyment, just for the mm-hmm. enjoyment of being in those shoes. If, if Chris's question was, you are running the show, you are yeah. in the position of power. What do you do? 
that would be one of the things I do. I, I, can, I, I know I can see it. You got to convince Jerry and Michael, but God, how satisfying would that be? <laughs> See, basically saying he's Milton. Yes. <laughs> basically what you're saying. Hey, Go, hey take you know his what? stapler. Pa- Paxton can take his swing line if he wants, but he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I believe you, you left my stapler. Just, you know, go, go take a long vacation and complain about the grains of salt on your margarita while you're sitting on the beach. I don't care. I don't care, John. <laughs> Woo, boy, that's some hate. That's good. That's good. I'm <laughs> glad. I haven't. I haven't gotten that hate off my chest in a while. I'm good. I'm. You why, know, is it on you. Your, why is it on your chest? <laughs> why is it still there? I, 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 it, it just, you know, it just pops up every once in a while. Okay. All right. All right. Good. My, it's it's probably because Phoenix is in the finals, and it just makes me think of. Oh, <laughs> oh, Paxton hit the three. <laughs> he did, though. It was amazing. I know. Like, I know. Put you on a cookie. Yeah, yeah. You know what that was? 28 years ago. <laughs> I'm done. With Marv I'm done with and that, everything. Man. I'm okay. done with that, right. man. Okay. Shout out, Vinny Del Negro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get out of here uh what a what a fun episode of mailbag thank you to everybody for calling in and leaving your voicemails uh if you want to be a part of this here podcast locked on bulls hit us up on that text and voicemail line 331-979-1369 we do mailbag content every week especially this time of year when there's not a whole lot of bulls news going on you guys give us the content that we need to keep doing the show and do it five days a week especially in the off season and for that we very much appreciate you, our loyal yeah. Locked On Bulls audience. Uh, shout out to Bet Online, to Built Bar, and to Michelob Ultra for sponsoring today's shows. Thanks to my co-host Big Dave, who you should follow on Twitter at Ball Sports or yeah. Wow Sports. <laughs> and you can follow at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Have a great weekend, Bulls Nation. Enjoy some NBA Finals action throughout the weekend. And we will be back on Monday with a fresh dose of Locked on Bulls content for you. For Big Dave, I'm Matt. See Red, be good. Peace out. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast.